Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. We love our dogs. They love to race. Check out grnz.co.nz for everything New Zealand Greyhounds. This is Dog Speed with Mark Rosanowski, Andy McCook and Ricardo Ball on ECNZ. Oh, indeed they're talking, they're barking today because it is one of the biggest Greyhound Days in New Zealand. It's Auckland Cup Day, Railway Sprint Day, two Group 1s at Monaco Stadium this afternoon. The first race goes at 12.45, the Cup 4.29, that's race 10 of 12, and race 8 at 3.40 is the Railway Sprint. We're ballless again this week, no Ricardo, he's got bigger fish to fry, but he'll be back, he'll be back with the plankton. Uh, in the future of no doubt, and we'll welcome him back too, won't we, Andy McCook, as I welcome in my regular co-host here on Dog Speeds. Andy, I know you're a long way from Auckland today down there in the Christchurch studio, but nonetheless, I'm sure you can feel the vibe of Auckland Cup Day, and gee whiz, didn't the Canterbury Kennels have a big day last Sunday in the heats? Yeah, one of the best uh, days on the calendar year in terms of greyhound racing, isn't it? I think it's a, a close second or third behind the uh, the New Zealand Cup. Obviously, the silver collar's got to be fitted in there somewhere as well, but it's an absolute boomer of a day. And uh, with the Canterbury hat on, as you say, it was good to see the, the Southerners flying the flag and getting a heap of runners through to the Auckland Cup final. And looks like they've got a little bit of a stranglehold on it this year as well, Rosso. Well, indeed. Look, one of those greyhounds has had to be scratched. Roger Bale comes out today and Big Time Panda uh, comes in. So uh, the Cole Kennels, who have uh, such a very good record in the Auckland Cup over the last, well, 10 and 15 years in particular, uh, they do have representation now with Panda coming into box number eight. We'll talk to Craig Roberts a little later in the show uh, about the reason for Roger Bale coming out. He still has two runners, of course, the second favourite, Telbingo Bale and Bahati Bale off the inside. But our first guest up this morning is uh, the co-trainer of the $2 favourite, and that is Opawa Superstar, and also Opawa Wayne in the final for Gene and Dave Fahey. And we welcome in Dave Fahey from his travels to Manukau. Uh, good morning to you, Dave. Yeah, how are you, Robert? Andy? <laughs> hey, Yep, all good, thanks Dave. Um, I'm going to throw you to Andy right now actually because um, Andy, you can talk us through the run of a power superstar last week. My goodness, did we hold our breath at the first bend when he was getting bumped and bumped and bumped by Zipping Hewitt. Yeah, we certainly did. It was a, a massive run from him. Dave, uh, welcome into the show. Obviously, uh, we've talked this greyhound with you in the past, but he really is a, a perfectly named greyhound, isn't he, Opawa Superstar? First look at Auckland last week, and gee, you must have had your heart in your mouth around the first corner when he was copping all those checks. Yeah, I was a bit. Uh, yeah, I was happy to see him pop out, pop out second or third spot on it, and then he got on the rail. I was happy with that, yeah. He was still able to clock a 30-16, which having your first look at Auckland's good for any greyhound, let alone the run he had in transit. What do you think he was able to clock with a clean run around that first corner? I oh, would at least have lost two lengths, so he would have probably broken 30 seconds or close to it, yeah. Pretty sure. Come, comes up with box three for today's final. Thoughts around the draw? Um, it's not... It, it could be worse. Um... If he can, he should 
the one that should be down the hole, but out. He's jumping really well. The last two starts, he's uh, really come of age with his box manners. So as long as he can uh, jump like he did last week and um, and the Audi Bale, he, he sometimes he jumps, but not so often lately. So uh, yeah, he could be pushing up with Calvingo in the first bend, and um, he won't give an inch. So uh, hopefully he'll push through to the lead. Obviously, he's still a relatively young greyhound, Dave. How's he handled the big trip away to Auckland and the, the the new experience for him? Yeah, just thinking about that, it's been like he's had four trips away in the last five weeks, but uh, he seems to be handling it pretty good. Um, he's he's a pretty good traveller here. He's a pretty good everything, I think, Dave. Uh, you've also got Opawa Wayne going around, and gee, he was good winning. He had to be brave punching up the rail, and uh, he was he was very good through the line. He's got an amazing middle section, and um, he seems to be getting stronger now too. So, but uh, his box matters, I don't think they're ever going to be any good. So uh, he always need he will need a bit of luck. Comes up with box four. Is that an aid to not only him but Opar with superstar drawn to his immediate inside? Yeah, well, it won't hurt superstar. No, um, and then if he can get on the rails, any trouble, he'll be pushing through. Yeah. They've also in the railway final. We see you rug up Nevada, Phil, and G's been in scintillating form the last few weeks, albeit beaten in his heat. But G was beaten in a very fast time. You know, uh, yeah, Tony and Kirsty's dog went huge, and uh, be hard to beat again. But it's all in the start with him. If he can pick the start, he's, he'd probably be hard to beat himself. But. Uh, he can be inconsistent in the big box, box rise. He comes up with box five. He's a greyhound who sort of doesn't mind being away from the rail touch either, so it shouldn't do him any harm. You know, yeah, five or wider, that's what I wanted. So, uh, yeah, five's not too bad. You've also got uh, a trio of other runners going around on the undercard. Dave, it's better, goes around in race number four. And from this uh, exciting ice of Varna litter, and gee, she's got speed when she gets the start right. She has, but she just she's lost a bit of a box speed at the moment. So uh, hopefully, different surroundings, everything. She might turn that around. You never know. Box six for her first look at Auckland. How's she handling the trip away? Oh, she, they, she they've all travelled really good. Um, yeah, haven't heard a noise from any of them, and uh, sleeping the whole time virtually. So yeah, they're all good. We also see the Stayers getting a crack over the 779 metres and you line up here, pin trigger a greyhound that was able to make a silver collar final around Auckland, so the journey will be no issue. Now this 779 might worry at all. It's just, it's just she's a bit, can be a bit catty. She wants, um, doesn't, if she gets a clear run, she'll be, uh, she should be right in it, but uh, it doesn't take much to put her off, so fingers crossed. You had this race in mind for her a week ago, Dave. I'm picking you were pretty happy when no keeper made the cup final. Yeah, that, that was good. And um, I see um, Manny Roberts' dogs out too. So uh, it's not really strong, but she still uh, needs to put a best foot forward to win it yet. You've also got Dembe going around. Gee, he's had a, a purple patch of form in recent weeks. Yeah, he's really honest. And uh, the draw was pretty good. So, yeah, he, he, I'll be disappointed if he's on the top three. 
decent enough first up look at Auckland too, and you'd expect them to uh, to take benefit from that. Yeah, they should do. Yeah, they both all should improve a wee bit from the run. So yeah, should be good. Rosso, the Fahey team was a, a team we always we always know we can put a dollar on with a a little bit of interest and a little bit of confidence behind them being hundred percent and ready to rock and roll. Yes, indeed, Andy. Dave, uh, before we let you go, just looking back at uh, the Auckland Cup, and your most recent winner was uh, He's All Power in 2017, so we're going back five years there now. But 2008 always resonates with me, and I'm sure it does with you. Winsome Ashley, how outstanding she was. She ran 29.77. It's still the track record. And, of course, the Auckland Club uh, keep her in mind on Auckland Cup Day with a, uh, a race named after her, the Winsome Ashley Trophy. How well do you remember that day in 2008? And is that your favourite Auckland Cup memory? Uh, definitely, yeah. Um, went, uh, went, went, went up there with uh, Sharky, Nigel Clark, and, uh, yeah, we had a great day. He had a massive uh, collect with... Um, Another gale on to uh, Winsome Ashley. Yeah, it was a great, great weekend that, yeah. Oh, the late Sharky Clark. Yes, we remember him. And um, oh, Winsome Ashley, she was just one out of the box. In fact, Dave, I think if there was any other dog you wanted to name out of uh, all the Group 1 winners that you've had, if there was another dog that could have been called Superstar, Winsome Ashley was probably it with her four Group 1s in a season. I reckon, yeah. She won those four Group 1s within three months as well. And... Um, in between that, she won the uh, race in Adelaide, the uh, sister city. Truly remarkable greyhound and responsible for some of my favourite memories in the last 20 years. Uh, Winsome Ashley, the 2008 winner of the Auckland Cup. Dave, uh, you talk about it's better, and um, Andy mentioned uh, the, uh, the Isavana litter that's going so well. Andy and I spoke to you months ago uh, on a show that we were doing in Melbourne at the time. Uh, and you told us to look out for a greyhound called Soapbox. Well, finally, finally, um, you uh, you produced a, uh, the other day on Friday and uh, quite a remarkable debut win, but I guess it was everything you expected from Soapbox. Yeah, she's been doing trials like that for a while now, but she's funny, like, she does still one or two good trials, and then the next week she just go average, and then uh, I couldn't pinpoint what the problem was, but... Uh, so we just decided to line her up, and she, uh, yeah, Julia obliged 1708. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure what it is. Sometimes she just doesn't come out like she did the other day, and um, it is a bit disappointing, but hopefully with a, yeah, a few runs around her belt, she'll be more consistent and um, carry on the good work. We know what she's got. And, and Dave, can Soapbox get a, a 520 metres uh, in the future? Do you feel like some of the uh, some of the litter can? They're not strong through the line, but they do enough damage early to, to be able to win. Dogs like Chatty Mavis. Yeah, that, yeah, she's um, she's probably stronger than Chatty Mavis actually. So uh, yeah, yeah, she'll go 520, all right. Excellent. Looking forward to that. Uh, Dave, thanks for your time. All the best again on uh, Auckland Cup and, and Railway Day. You're represented in both Group 1s. Good luck to, to you and Jean and the team there. Thanks very much. There is Dave Fahey. Two runners in the Auckland Cup, including the $2 favourite Opawa Superstar. The Auckland Cup final for a stake of $80,000 goes at 4.29 this afternoon. It's race 10. TAB coming to the party today with a $10,000 terminating pick six across the last six races.
$5,000 guaranteed first fours across the entire card. Bonus back races, races one through four. We love our greyhounds. They love to race back shortly. Andy and I will preview the Auckland Cup and Railway Sprint Finals. Indeed, love greyhounds.org.nz. Some just outstanding videos on there. You can check those out. And also, if you're looking for form today for the big Auckland Cup meeting at Monaco, grnz.co.nz, have all the form guides that you will need, plus previews. And on the other side of these races today, too, they will have reviews. Andy McCook with me on Dog Speed. Andy, I'm just a little bit edgy this morning. I'm on the edge of my seat here. I don't know why. I sort of realise I'm not breathing properly and stuff. But it's um it's about today's meeting and looking at this Auckland Cup final because I love the field with dogs like a power superstar in there and Tal Bingo Bale who ran a fraction faster last week. And what I notice about this field as we as we analyse the eighty thousand dollar feature race ten at four twenty nine this afternoon is there isn't a great deal of early speed in this race and actually. If there wouldn't be a lot at all if it wasn't for the fact that number nine, Big Time Panda, comes into box number eight and she could well lead the race. How are you visualising this race going into the first bend? Because obviously that's all important at any place, but particularly Malaco. You're dead set uh, correctly with the lack of early speed. It's uh, so obvious on paper that there's just no speed at all into this first corner. Big time Panda off the eight. She just looks a dead set leader into that first corner. She needs to get around uh, some pretty fast dogs here who have got really decent second phase acceleration. But outside of her, there's not a great deal of speed. Bahati Bale, we uh, we had Dave Fahey on. He sort of hit the nail on the head with her. She is quick early, but gee, in recent weeks, she just hasn't been getting the start. She is another greyhound who could potentially get herself forward here. I'd expect her to beat Opa Worrell but early and be able to be trying to drive the fence. And we saw speed from Opawa Superstar in his heat, and we saw it from him at Manawa too as well. So with that lack of early speed, we might just see Superstar position up nice and handy into the first quarter and, and just be too good. I think he's the one they have to beat. Tell Bingo Bale, Rosso, another greyhound who doesn't have a great deal of initial box speed, but his second phase acceleration is second to almost no one in the country. He's phenomenal once he hits the ground, Tell Bingo, and he should get a clean crack at them, so he'll be looking to get into a heading into the back. And Andy, um, the only blemish in Tell Bingo Bale's form line was at Manawatu 2 back in the Manawatu Cup that Opawa Superstar won, but when I mapped that particular race that day, I expected Tell Bingo Bale to get the run that Opawa Superstar got, and it actually happened in reverse. And you mentioned Superstar jumped a whole lot better that day. It just made the race uh, his own and ran the second fastest ever time there at uh, the Manawatu behind Federal Morgan, who owns the track record. And of course, Federal Morgan won the Auckland Cup last year. So with Tell Bingo Bale, part of that squeezing was actually caused by thrilling risk in the Manawatu Cup. And of course, thrilling risk is in this Auckland Cup final in box number seven. So the draws, how important is it, do you believe, with Opawa Superstar being drawn underneath Tel Bingo Bale, given that Tel Bingo took time on his last week? I think it's key. I think those time honours sort of down to the fact that Superstar got uh, all sorts of trouble into the first quarter and, and, and lost a, a couple of lengths, I would have thought. So I think if he gets a clean run, he probably qualifies faster. But Tel Bingo certainly has a big engine, and I don't think there's a whole lot bet to, uh, between them in terms of top-end speed. It's just who gets the better run and who begins better. Superstar been beginning clean and we saw it early in his career Rosso where he had good speed and then he just went through a period where he was beginning fair and at the back end of fields he's just rediscovered that early speed a little bit again but 
he's certainly not bulletproof. Norstel Bingo, both of these favourites, although they should be running 1-2 and should be winning it, there's potentially a little bit of upset material in a dog like Panda or Bahati if they can get in front of them and there is any trouble in behind because there's a stack of greyhounds here who will be right in behind these pacemakers and there could be carnage into the corner potentially. Indeed, Andy. And look, um, the three and the five, it makes sense for them to to be the favourites the way they are. Um, I see two, so Power Superstar's just gone 210 now and um, just a fraction out as well, Tell Bingo at 420. Do you think there should be that greater separation in the market between that pair? And do you see them as clearly the top two and hardest to beat, even allowing for the fact you've talked about the, the, the potential for a bit of trouble? Clearly top two. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Uh, I, I think they should be running one-two. If you were to run it in lanes, I think they'd run one-two. I thought they'd be a whole lot closer in the market. I thought they might have been 250 playing $3 or something uh, along those lines. So there's definitely a case to be made for a, a little bit of a play on Tell Bingo Bale. And the thing about him, if he can make an okay beginning today, Rosso, there's no speeders inside. There's no speeders immediate outside. And Risk, who's relatively unknown around two-turn tracks, he's only seen a two-turn track twice in his life on race day. So... There's a, a picture to be painted where even off a mediocre beginning that Tell Bingo gets a clean run into the first corner. And to be fair, I don't actually mind him away from the rail, so I think he's drawn up beautifully in the five. Before we leave the Auckland Cup, Andy, I've got to talk about no keeper because he won 10 straight and nine of them were over a distance, as we know, and he's the, the superstar stayer in New Zealand at the moment. But he ran second in the Auckland Cup last year to Federal Morgan. I thought he did ever so well to run second in his heat. I know he had box one. But it was in the fastest heat behind Tell Bingo Bale. He made good ground, as we would expect. And I'm really hoping that he's got a part to play today, that he, that he gets a, a, a clear enough run to, to launch his claim for Gary Cleave. And that's what it will come down to uh, for him, is, is getting a clean run into the back straight from box six. That might be easier said than done. But we know how fast he is. He's been competitive against the best over 520 metres. But... My concern with him, Rosso, is that we've seen him over six and 700 metres and he's he's just racing more like a stayer these days. We saw him begin clean enough in his heat and then get outpaced. This field a whole lot stronger again. So I just worry where he gets to around the first corner. Again, he could be the greyhound who just flops out the back, misses any trouble into the first corner because he has got a brain on him, so he can miss trouble. He can potentially hook to the outside and, and get around runners and he'll be looking to hit the line strongly late in the piece. We know... He's been able to run fast times at Addington over 520 metres, but I just worry where he gets to and that he's just racing too much like a stayer. I think it's a fabulous final having Opawa superstar and no keeper in there because they're the two boom dogs in New Zealand. And then if you throw in Tal Bingo Bale and his uh, clear outstanding ability and his ability to run time, uh, it makes for uh, a great race. But Andy, we've talked about the possibility of trouble. We've talked about dogs that can run the rail like Pahati Bale. Opawa Albert. Opawa Wayne did an enormous job to get up last week, as did Thrilling Risk to run second in that race. Granted, it was the slowest heat in a 30 and 43, but they both did exceptionally well to qualify, Andy. And of course, leading up there was Big Time Panda. So where's the value here in the Auckland Cup in your mind? I think the value sits in two dogs, and that's the two greyhounds who could potentially lead. Bahati Bale off the inside. Best version of her could punch forward here, albeit she's very hit or miss early these days, but she does have good speed. And I think the absolute blowout hope here, Rosso, is big-time Panda off the reserves. We know how good she is, and it's very easy to overlook her in a field like this because 
I mean, her form line doesn't make for great reading, but she's a very, very quick dog, big-time panda. She can make her way around to the lead here into the first corner, and we know she's fast and been able to run good times around Hattrick Raceway over 520 metres. So I think she'd need trouble to win, but I think she's the absolute blowout hope in terms of getting to the lead, doing everything right, and trying to steal it from the top. And Andy, even a backup bet on Panda. Top four, $3.50, the TAB are offering. And I do like the top four play, particularly on Greyhounds, that you think, look, yeah, with a bit of luck here, they could uh, they could win this at $26, absolutely fine, yes. But even, even if things don't go perfectly for Panda, look, we expect her to lead. And then if uh, other dogs like Apawa Superstar and Tel Bingo Bell get a reasonable run, they will beat big time Panda. But she could hang on in that sort of scenario for, for fourth at $3.50. And it's good coin. I don't think she deserves to be the outsider of the field. I sort of had her rated in front of, you know, Opawa Albert and, uh, and and even thrilling risk off the draw and dogs like that. So it's very easy to, to see her punching to the lead and uh, any sort of trouble. We know it's greyhound racing and funny things happen into the first corner when there's a line of four or five greyhounds at this level, the elite level, all trying to get to the same point on the track. So she's definitely the, the big blowout hope in that top four play. You could do a whole lot worse than that. Indeed. Look, I think it's a terrific betting race because if you're an Apawa Superstar fan and you just think you'll win, well, you're getting better than $2 at the moment. Tell Bingo Bale is clearly backable. It is quote of 4.2. And if you're going for the others, well, <laughs> the odds are, are there for you to have a crack at. And don't forget the top two, top three, top four option that the TAB does offer. Andy, we've soaked up the whole time here on the Auckland Cup. I'll get a quick summary on the railway sprint. We might get a chance to talk about it again shortly. But um, look, last week... Um, Master Portos running 1808. Uh, that just blindsided me. It's a fabulous time. First up on the track. We know it's a very fast dog. And the great thing about this young dog, Andy, is that he is out of Rosa T, who won this race a handful of years ago. And wouldn't that be astonishing to see him uh, bring home a railway sprint just like his mum? Oh, wouldn't it? And he's got the speed to do it as well. He, he broke 17 seconds at Addington about three starts ago, which uh, sort of, you know, put his poor forward as being a very good sprinter. He was able to beat Homebush Sirius, who's one of our better sprinters down here in Canterbury. So he's got speed. Can let himself down early, made one of his better beginnings through the heat. So that early speed or lack of it could be a potential issue for him. But gee, if he can replicate what he did in the heat, then he's obviously winning. Thought the, uh, the, the danger just down to draws here, Rosso, big time Prada, and she's a greyhound that you know better than I, but gee, Portland won to Golden Fern. She gets a real opportunity here. She hasn't had the best of luck in the last couple of starts around Auckland. Draws to get luck today, and we know how fast she is. Uh, absolutely, and uh, although she um, she hasn't won it for her last four starts, um, she's been very competitive against some of the better sprinters around, and she's won 16 from 28 overall. Of course, she won nine of her first 10, so she was that good. She was just going through the grades for fun, but she has measured up at the top level, and like you say, she's the big winner out of the draw, and she's at $4. Master Portos at, uh, at $3.20. Andy, last week we had uh, Lisa Craig on the show, and uh, Wheels on Fire and Portland Wonder came through and won heats for... Uh, Tracy and Lisa Craig. Wheels on fire doesn't want to be stepping like he did last week, which was last from box one, but he was still good enough to run on through and post a decent time in an 18.25, and he's gone faster. So where do you see the Craig pair here uh, in the railway? 
I think if one thing the Crakes would love to do, and that's swap the draws around because uh, Wheels on Fire, Dead Set Railer, Portland won the Dead Set Scouter, which doesn't do them any favours. We know how good he is, Wheels on Fire, and Portland Wonder for that matter. They've both been able to run really quick times. Portland Wonder has early speed, can put herself in the race, potentially beat the three early, maybe be able to get out to where she wants to be and run blocker on a few of these favourites, which could be the concern for some of these trying to get around a dog like her, who as fast can run time and does like to scout away from the rail, wheels on fire. He's quick. We know how good he is. He does give them a start. He gets back. He likes to run through the field and get home late in the piece. It's one of those things where he's the local hope and he's fast enough to win it. If you run it in lanes, he'd go very close. But there's a big question mark next to the run he gets into this first corner. Indeed there is, Andy. That's the Railway Sprint Final. $30,000, the first of the Group 1s on the card today. Uh, that goes race 8 at 3.40. The day gets underway at 12.45. It's premier racing, so premier stakes throughout the day has attracted some of the best greyhounds around the country through the grades. We also have a rare 779-metre race with the Auckland Stayers Cup. We covered that briefly off with uh, Dave Fahey because Dave and Gene have hairpin trigger in that race. That's race number 5. You are with... Dog speed, and with dog speed, we must move on, but more on the Auckland Cup a little later in the show when we introduce Craig Roberts, who is the trainer of a couple of finalists today and has a uh, pretty good history in the Auckland Club himself. We love our greyhounds. They love to race. Check out grnz.co.nz for more information. Uh, the dogs are talking. Andy McCook, Mark Rosanowski have been talking too here on Dog Speed on SENZ with Greyhound Racing New Zealand. We love our greyhounds. They love to race. grnz.co.nz for all of your uh, information. Uh, Andy McCook, um, we have been chatting away. If you have been listening and you've only been getting ads, well, uh, we do apologise for that. That's uh, beyond our control at the moment. So Hopefully you're getting us now, and if you missed that previous segment where Andy and I were previewing the Auckland Cup and the Railway Sprint, you can get that via the podcast. Uh, Andy, it's one of those situations where if you go back and listen to a preview, we only want people to do that if we're absolutely spot on with our comments. That is true, and what we've just done there is talked for 15 minutes, and people don't know who to put the line through, which is the form we've been in, well, I've been in in recent weeks, and that's all you'd want with my selections, but that was fun. You and I know where we're looking in the cup, and no one else does. <laughs> well, that's true. I just don't think that's a good thing. We could recap in a moment anyway. I think, unfortunately, yeah, we can't, just can't get hold of uh, Madison Hamilton. Uh, at the moment, we were going to have a chat uh, with Maddie uh, about an award that she won, the inaugural GRNZ uh, Award, uh, a monthly award celebrating... Uh, young achievers in greyhound racing. Andy, we did have uh, Madison on the show going back a few months when we were broadcasting uh, on SEN in Melbourne. And um, Maddie sort of uh, embodies a, a lot of what I see in greyhound racing and what I do like about greyhound racing is the fact that as I get older, there is a brand new brigade and there's a good number of young trainers doing some good things. And not only in training, but in other aspects of greyhound racing as well. And Madison Hamilton has been recognised by GRNZ for that uh, for the first time. And I think it's very important that these people are recognised, Andy, because, um, you know, I, I consider you young, but you've been in the game for quite a while. But for those who are, who are entering, they need to see a future. They need to see a pathway. And for people like Madison, they can help blaze that pathway. 
They certainly can, and, and the other thing with Maddie, she's doing it in an area of New Zealand that's not renowned for having a big greyhound population either, so she's uh, she's trying to get in, involved in it down in Invercargill, obviously where she's from, doing a, a super job as well with the, the small team that she has, doesn't have many racing, but of course they have a, a new litter coming through Rosso and we'll see them in the coming months, and one of them owned by a, a good friend and colleague of ours and Justin Evans, and uh, you can view in that on Facebook and, and have a bow peep at what that Greyhound's doing, which is uh, great for the game as well. So that's the dog Astro that I hear Justin talking about on air. Is that the case? That is Astro, Astro the Greyhound, and you can find him on Facebook, and uh, Justin Evans doing a good job of updating that Facebook page. And, Rosso, what it does is it gives you a little insight into uh, into what a Greyhound goes through coming through from being a puppy through to, to trying to make the grade as a race dog and the, the breaking in process and everything that happens in between. So some nice videos of there on there of, uh, of Astro having a couple of cracks around Invercargill as a youngster and, and learning the trade, as you will. Yes, well, look, I think it's fabulous that uh, that Justin is doing that. Of course, he is a, a, a tri-code caller, and um, he's uh, done some remarkable things of late, including uh, remotely calling uh, the first race at Ellerslie when we had a bit of an incident there weekend before last. Um, he calls, of course, uh, in the Otago and, and Southern region, um, and he's calling tomorrow's meeting. Uh, out at Ascot Park in Vicargo, and, and I'll just let you in on a wee secret. I believe he's going to be calling that from home. Uh, it's been set up remotely because in, in the very curious and, and difficult times that we live in, Andy, remote commentating has become uh, reasonably regular and, and something that, that that's needed for, for one or two or three reasons in the case probably of, uh, of Justin down there. He certainly is. He's a long way from anywhere in terms of studios uh, down where he is. So, uh, yeah, it will be a, a first. Him calling from his couch, you'll be able to get up and go and flick the jug or make a coffee in between races and uh, and uh, and uh, get sorted in that instance. So, yeah, it will be interesting. Of course, we have been remote calling for a while now, but doing it uh, as you and I have been from studios where we have access to everything. So uh, certainly will be interesting, and I'm sure if there's anyone who's up for the task, it's one Jay Evans. There's no doubt about that, and good luck with Astro, and uh, good luck to Madison Hamilton training for, for Justin Evans and Astro. I think it was Justin that actually nominated uh, Maddie for the award, and uh, Maddie uh, took that out. Of course, she's also uh, the um, rehabilitation to rehoming regional manager down there, Andy, which has become you know, very significant for Greyhound Racing New Zealand. It's funded by Greyhound Racing New Zealand so that uh, any Greyhounds that, that are injured on the track can be rehabilitated. Uh, something overseen by Maddie down there and also by uh, Ashley Bradshaw in Canterbury, who we also had uh, on the show going back a, a few months when we were broadcasting there in Melbourne. And, and that's uh, now a, a, a critical part and key part of greyhound racing. Yeah, it certainly is, and it's uh, it's a really good initiative to come out of Greyhound Racing New Zealand, and yeah, you know, just proves that that we do put the dogs first, and it is all about them and their rehabilitation when when unfortunately things do go wrong. So really good to have uh, people like Ashley and Maddie involved in that, and and uh, and getting these dogs back to where they need to be to go on to the next stage of their lives and living the dream as a couch potato. <laughs> Indeed, and. Uh, GRNZ uh, recently uh, announced the 1,000th rehoming uh, through the various programs around the country. Congratulations, GRNZ, the people involved specifically there and at all the rehoming organisations throughout the country. Uh, we salute you for your efforts. And Andy, 
it's quite pertinent for me this week because I'm not sure if you remember a dog called Zebediah, but he was a greyhound that I raced. He was the New Zealand sprinter of the year, made a couple of Galaxy finals. Uh, Gene and Dave Fahey trained him for us, and then we passed him on to Ashley Bradshaw, who did a remarkable job with him late in his career, and he won 43 races. Well, he's actually rehomed very near to where I live, and uh, I went to see him during the week. He's 12 years old. He looks magnificent. Unfortunately, uh, he uh, has got bone cancer now, but um, he has just been uh, an incredible dog for the people who rehomed him. They've just loved having him, and they're very switched on uh, to, to greyhounds now, and I appreciated that opportunity to go and see Zebediah, and I know that you will have had opportunities to see some of the greyhounds that have been rehomed that you trained in the past. It's always a good feeling, Rosso, when you're walking down the street or you go to the, the Rickerton Mall where they have a, a store once a month and you see one of your old uh, racing dogs and they come bowling over to you with the tail wagging and they jump up for a cuddle and uh, it, it opens people's eyes to the fact that, hey, we do look after these dogs really, really well and, and they love us and they never forget. So it's always a good feeling when you see that wagging tail. And Rosso, that thousand that have been rehomed, that's incredible since May 2020. So... That's less than two years. We're rehoming them at over one a day. That's just unbelievable and huge for the sport. They make fantastic uh, pets, as we know, and they are fantastic race dogs. We love our greyhounds. They love to race. This is Dog Speed. Once again, if you did miss that second segment, Andy and I talking through the Auckland Cup and Railway Sprint. Hey, you didn't miss much. It was just me and Andy. We didn't have a guest on. The first section was the Kiwa with uh, Dave Fahey, but you can catch up with it on the podcast uh, and you will be able to find it there if you want to listen back to that. Now, very shortly, we're going to catch up with uh, Craig Roberts. Craig has two runners now after the, the scratching of a third for the Auckland Cup final this afternoon. You are with Dog Speed. Back shortly. And it is 11.46 on a day where we have the $80,000 Group 1 Auckland Cup final at Monaco Stadium, race 10 on our 12 race card at 4.29. Earlier than that, another Group 1, the Railway Sprint final. $30,000 and 20 minutes to four. Man who did qualify three greyhounds for the Auckland Cup final, but now just two left after the scratching of Raja Bale is Craig Robertson. Craig joins us now. Craig, 1999, your first Auckland Cup winner, Denzel Bale. Does it seem like yesterday? Yeah, good morning to you, Rosa, and good morning, listeners. Um, yeah, look, 1999, that's a few years ago, Rosa. Um Denzel Bale, what a uh, what a great um, athlete he was, what a great gentleman he was too. He's sitting at home in a little box on my uh, mantelpiece. <laughs> Magnificent. Uh, you do have uh, some recent Auckland Cup winning memories. Dirk Bale, 2018, I can recall you taking him through the grandstand to, to meet the public after that race. Dinah Vickers, of course, Hall of Famer back in 2016. So some more recent memories to call on. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Rosso. And, and we always try to, when time allows, uh, when we do win it, we always try to get the winner up there and amongst the crowd. And, um, uh, you know, back in sort of Vickers Day and and, um, and and earlier, you know, there was probably much bigger crowds than there are these days at, at uh, Manukau. But, um, yeah, look, um, try to do that. Uh, Dirk was a great win. He, you know, um, once again, I was uh, done no favours with the draw, but um, he, he managed to ping out a box five and, uh, led them a merry chase, and they just—he uh, was just too good on the day. Craig, uh, you had to scratch Raja Bale out of box eight. You had qualified three for the final. What was the problem with Raja? 
Yeah, look, he just um, he just he just didn't pull up that that great from Auckland. So um, you know, we we were working on him during the week, but um, he he's not uh, he's not able to take his place uh, in the final, unfortunately. And um, you know, it's always uh, a bit of a tragedy when that happens uh, for those Group One dogs. You know, they deserve their spot. Uh, but um, we're not going to take any chances with him, and, uh, and it, was, it wasn't a hard decision to make that scratching. Andy McCook, as I come to you, uh, you gave a, a pretty good push for both of uh, the dogs that uh, are left in for, for the Craig Roberts kennel today, Talabingo Bale and, and Bahati Bale, for a bit of value. So uh, there might be one or two secrets you can extract out of Craig as we lead into the Auckland Cup for 2022. Not a good thing at the moment, Rosso, when I'm putting a line, a uh, circle around one because I can stop trains at the moment, Craig, and that's probably not good for you because I think you've got a couple of chances uh, in this cup. We'll start with uh, the more favoured of the two in terms of the market and tell Bingo Bale, and gee, you must have been happy with him last week uh, winning that in a, a really nice gallop, and he looked good. Yeah, 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 he did look good, Andy. And, um, well, Andy, if you've picked him, mate, um, you're about to hit form. That's all I can all I can hope for is that you are about to hit form um, with your selections. But, yeah, look, he, um, he, he, he's, he's a dog that he seems to run super races when he has his first look at a track. Um, it's the third time he's done that now. Um, and uh, he, he didn't have any luck in the backing up into the final. At uh, time, he got cleaned up there at the first bend uh, um, after sort of... A, a, a sort of an average beginning, but um, look, he's been okay during the week, um, and uh, you know it's just that draw. Whether he can, you know, you know, make get out of the five box, and I was hoping Opawa Wayne might angle in a wee bit and give him a bit of room. Um, if he doesn't beat No Keeper out, he's in a big bit of trouble. But um, I, you know, I think I think it's going to be. Um, a chaos of that first game uh, today, um, and I just hope that Bahati uh, or Talbingo aren't part of it. That second phase acceleration that Talbingo has, Craig, he's got a really big engine once he hits top gear. Where, where are you expecting him to sort of position up into that first corner? Oh, look, mate, to have a chance of winning it, he needs to be in the first two or three. There's there's a few dogs in there that if they lead, they're, they're, they're probably not going to... There's only one dog that could run them down, and he'd have to be pretty handy, and that's no keeper, of course. But, um, you know, if Bahati, if, um, if Talbingo leads, I, I, I don't think they'll keep... You know, if he's in front going around the first bend, I think that'll be the end of that. But um, um, and, and possibly even if Bahati was in, the, in front coming off the first bend, you know, there's probably only one dog to catch here too, but... Um, it's. Uh, I think if he doesn't, if he can't slot into the first two or three on that first bend, he can't win the race. Speaking of Bahati, Craig, she comes up with box number one, and she's a great hit who can really get off the lids uh, at times. She's been a little bit hit or miss in recent weeks, but gee, she was very good in her heat. Yeah, very good. So great track sense for uh, Greyhound having the first look at the track. I was, I was absolutely wrecked with that run. And, and she tries hard. She's a wee tryer. You know, you can't beat those dogs that give 110% every start, and that's what she does. Um, look, I, I think she'll improve off that run. And, and I think box one, if, I, I reckon last week she actually tried to jump a touch too early. She's getting, she's really keen. She's, she's getting keener and keener. And I just, I just think that she, she's so keen now. She just missed time to jump last week with being a bit too impatient. But today, if she can time it and, and jump like she, she can, 
Uh, she she could well be in front at that first bend, and um, and, and if you, and if if she's in front, she's out of trouble, and and uh, she may be able to slip away on them. She's strong enough over the five twenty. I've got no worries about that. Um, once again, I think there's only one dog that would be able to run her down, and no keeper. But um, yeah, look, and, and she did the trip good too last week. Both the dogs uh, seemed to do the trip pretty good last week, so um, I'm I'm not expecting any trouble uh, with them being able to. Um, you know, back up this week. Apart from we have, we, we, we've, we've had a bit of chaos at home this week, a bit of, you know, on a personal note, but um, we, we have managed to get the dogs up there, so that's the main thing. Yeah, that's what it all comes down to. They're making their way up, and uh, Bahati, a nice wee price as well on an each-way basis there, if she can find the speed. Craig, earlier in the card, you've also got Tokyo Bird going around and uh, must be pleasing for you to see her starting to hit back into a little bit of form. Yeah, look, I, I, this season, which uh, that, that I've had come into season, they've taken a long time to, to come back to the races, and um, uh, you know, like like to start performing again. I had I had with um, uh, Nalea Bale, I had trouble with um, Mackie's Girl, um, uh, Tokyo Birds, taking a while. So I don't know what it is this season, but um, yeah, it just seems to have taken a while. But she's back hitting the straps now, and I, I think um, she's had a look at Auckland too. So. That was a fair while ago. I, I, she's drawn nice. If she can make use of the drawings, up like she did at Eddington the other week, uh, she should be awfully hard to beat. Um, I, I will say, uh, my fellas, not that we want to get into that um, on the radio show, I was very disappointed to Alicia Bale not making the um, that invitation race, being first reserve, being a you know, cup winner, and, and uh, having competed in Group 1 heats in previous two starts. And, only just downgrading to C4, didn't didn't manage to to be able to fill a spot but, um, <laughs> in, a, in an invitation race that, that had C4 dogs in it. Yeah, it'd been a, a cup winner. You think you'd be uh, walking into that, Craig? Hey, quickly, just before we let you go, Dan uh, with a couple in as well, and you'd know a little bit about those Quetzal Bale and Tigalong Demon. Either of those worth a dollar? Well, they they both performed well up there, Andy. I reckon uh, Quetzal Bale was really unlucky in this heat. Uh, I'd be. I, I think he's a real good chance to uh, to take that final out. And um, Tigalong Demon, I don't think he's been chasing too hard at Eddington. And I think at Auckland, it just gave him um, gave him a new uh, new bit of scenery to to look at and and uh, giving him a new perspective. And he, 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 he they both did the trip really good as well. And and uh, um, I, I think Quetz Quet was a particularly good winning chance. And I think Tigalong Demon will be disappointed if he can't finish in the first three. Hey, look, thanks for that insight, Craig. Uh, really wish you well uh, for the Auckland Cup today. See if you can't nail another one of those with Tal Bingo and Bahati Bale. All the very best to you. Thanks, Rosso. Uh, we got fingers and legs crossed. <laughs> thanks to Craig Roberts for his time this morning and for today, Fahey, a little bit earlier. Andy McCook, uh, we've got about 30 seconds left. Auckland Cup, obviously, the highlight. Anything else you're looking forward to in particular today? Really looking forward to the 700 metre race, obviously. Rosso loves seeing a good staying race. Fine intention, looking hard to beat in there. Thought Quetzal Bale, a real chance to get punters off on a good note in the first. And I'm hoping Rosso Opawa Kirk can win today. I put the mockers on him last week. He is unlucky not to be going around in the cup final today, but uh, really looking forward to see what he can do in the undercard. Yep, I'm going to have another go at Kirk today as well, Andy. Thanks for your time this morning. This has been Mark Rosanowski and Andy McCook on dog speed. We love our greyhounds. They love to race. They're racing at Monaco today with a first on Auckland Cup Day 12.45. Check out grnz.co.nz dog speed to you. We'll catch you again in seven days time.
For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.